This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Fellas, it's about time we get another top 10 clash in the horseshoe. We haven't had one since last November. We had to go on the road to get one last uh, month. Now we finally get one in the best cathedral in college football. Ohio State, number three in the country. Penn State, number seven in the country. They will square off on Saturday at noon in the horseshoe. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. He will be there. He will be there as well. That's Andy Backstrom. Of course, you know him already, though. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Let's get into it, fellas. Um, Tim, we're going to do a bold prediction. We're going to do the offensive player of the game prediction. We're going to do defensive player of the game prediction. And then the score prediction with a little bit of bants along the way. How does that sound? That sounds great to me. Then kick us off. I always enjoy banter with you. Then kick us off, kick, Tim. Kick Go ahead. Bold prediction. Bold, just a bold prediction. <clears throat> Man, I hate to go. I hate to go to this well. Okay. No, you don't. Do but it. But I'm going to do it. Tonic Williams, as was uh, portrayed in a, uh, a PFF or one of those services that keeps up with that kind of stuff, is having the best season so far of any defensive tackle in the Big Ten. Yes. It is imperative that he have a big game on Saturday. I have Talik Williams at being my defensive player of the game, so I'm already giving that part away, but I'll come up with somebody else on the defensive side okay. from a bold prediction standpoint. But my bold prediction is Talik Williams will be the defensive player of the game because there's just something different about this young man this year. He is getting after it, and this is an offense that you want to get after, especially from the middle of the uh, line of scrimmage. So. I like where Tyleek Williams is right now as a player. I like where he is as a person, the way he projects himself. So I project Tyleek Williams being the defensive player of the game. I've got to come up with something else for the defense now. Go ahead. I hope I don't take yours, but I'm going Marvin Harrison Jr. 10 catches or more. No, I think, no. I think the quick game is going to be really important this week. They're going to try to get the ball quick against this Penn State defensive line that knows how to get to the quarterback. They're averaging four and a half sacks per game. Ohio State cannot allow that in a game like this. So they're trying to beat Penn State. I think Kyle McCord is getting the ball out pretty quick. His number one target is Marvin Harrison Jr. And I think that he's going to have 10 or more catches. Wow, that's pretty bold. Um, Look at him back hmm. there. Look at him back there fraction. Yeah, that's what he does. He's just, he never stops. I really don't think he does stop. There's an outlet over there. I think he just plugs himself in and charges down at night. Because um, he's always in here. I don't, I don't, he's there's like, no other explanation here, from me. sleeping in the corner. Yeah, no other explanation from me. Uh, what I will explain, though, is that Ohio State's not going to allow a sack. Um, a lot talked about with this game, a lot talked about with this Penn State defensive line. They are going to get after Kyle McCord. They are going to get after this offensive line. The last team to try to get after a Ryan Day offense, though, was met with a game plan that catered directly to neutralizing that. And we saw some of that last week with Ryan Day rolling Kyle McCord out and making sure that, that he was in position to set his feet and make throws without guys in his face. We saw him 
do it a little bit against Notre Dame where you're doing a couple rollouts, you're doing some bootleg action to keep him away from the pressure. Ryan Day knows how to scheme up away from pressure and he knows how to help an offensive line that he thinks might struggle. He didn't have to, even last year, when Ohio State had a very good brick wall for an offensive line, he knew that Georgia could get after them because he sees the athletes on the field. He did a great job of scheming up things to where I think C.J. Stroud only took one sack. Um, it was a bad sack, but he only took one sack. I think Kyle McCord is, is gaining confidence. He's gaining smarts. You might see him throw the ball away a lot to get away from pressure, but I think that they're going to game plan it to make sure that if Penn State beats them, it's not because they just teed off on Kyle McCord. Okay. So that's my pick is that Penn State doesn't have a sack. That doesn't mean Penn State's not going to get after him. They're just not going to record a sack. Okay. Offensive player of the game, Tim. Offensive player of the game. I'm stammering because I wanted to be. Uh, I wanted to say Marvin Harrison Jr. But go for it. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, He'll go find a new one. There's just something about Marvin Harrison Jr. in big games, fellas. Yeah. And uh, even when he sprain, even when he sprains his ankle, he comes back in and makes a huge catch on that game-winning drive, where he laid out for the ball. A guy who's hurting. He says his ankle's feeling a little bit better. You'll get that question all year. I'm going to go with Marvin Harrison Jr. because. My friend Anders, excuse me, Andy over here says he's going to have 10 or more catches. I'm going with Marvin Harrison Jr. Tim, I'm circling this matchup because Kalen King last year, everyone was talking about yeah. Kalen King versus Marvin Harrison Jr. And Joey Porter Jr. Well, yeah, yeah. but he had three catches for 72 yards against Kalen King last year. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Woo. I'm going with my offensive Stats. player of the game. Is the X factor. He's literally, they call him X. I think Xavier Johnson was so important for this offense last week against Purdue. I think some of that creativity that they used with him. I was joking with Spencer, like, he's a Debo Samuel light version. Uh, he's six foot two, well over 200 pounds. He's a hard runner to bring down. And he can also catch the ball. He can line up in the slot. If Emeka Buka doesn't play again this week, Xavier Johnson, I'm not saying he's going to have 100 yards from scrimmage, but he can make a play in this game, or at least. He can distract the defense in this game with pre-snap motion that could be really important for this offense. And just think about this. He's the X factor wearing an O. X and O, X and maybe. O. X and O. Uh, I'm going Farmer Gronk. Guy's been electric all year. Been so good. Uh, Cade Stover already has three receiving touchdowns on the year. Gets to start to make a little bit of a push for the Mackey Award with uh, Brock Bowers being sidelined. I think he's going to – he doesn't often do those kind of things, but I think if he knows he's got an opportunity, he might – start to try to take it a little bit um, and there's some pride there I'm sure with a guy you know as good as he is there's some pride in knowing that you know I want to be I the best guy to be it no matter yeah. where the Brock Bowers is yeah playing but not, you, so. you know what yeah. I mean but the, he, you know there's a there's a level of okay the door is open there and it's there for Kate Stover to take and if you're going to pressure Kyle McCord a lot and you're going to make uh, aggressive moves against this offense Ryan Day's going to find ways to get the ball into his hands you know whether that's just on curls replacing blitzers whether that's down the seam against an aggressive uh you know, with an aggressive play action, whether that's faking the counter and getting him on the other side like they did against Purdue. They're going to find – plays when he knocked that Notre Dame guy down and ran a little yeah. quick out. He knows how to get to the football. He knows – He's a difference guy. He knows how the football can get to his hands, and I think that Ohio State knows that as well. They're going to use him in new ways, creative ways. They've done it all year. Give me Cade Stover as the offensive player it, of the game. Isn't it funny how, how collegiate awards are named after guys who really were, ended up being superstars in the NFL? And weren't that, you know, whatever, like John Mackey. But here's the thing. I, I, I couldn't know, even tell you who John Mackey played yeah, for in college. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, my, the thing about Cade before we go to the defensive thing is uh, this guy is driven. He knows that the last two and a half quarters 
of that game against Georgia, he was on his way and was in a hospital yeah. in Atlanta. He has unfinished business. John Mackey Award, you know, be damned. I mean, this guy wants to help guide this team to the promised land. And uh, it's really interesting the way he leads. He's a he's the quiet truth, so to speak, is what I would call him. Defense player, player of, the, of the game award. I, I'm going to go back. Uh, can I, I can't name Tyler Williams. Yes, you can. No, you are absolutely that. allowed to do that. No, he's my player of the game. He's uh, my player yes, of the game. Yes, defensive. But it, but defensively, I'm going to go with another guy, 1A, let's call him, 1B. Uh, I just got a, I've had a feeling now for like a week about Jordan Hancock doing something big. And I'm going to stick with that, Jordan Hancock corner, whether he ends up uh, guard, you know, sliding inside again and uh, they play a lot of Jermaine Matthews or whether Denzel Burke is ready to go or not. I just got a feeling this is Jordan, Jordan Hancock's moment. Look, these Penn State tight ends are, are really powerful in the middle of the field. I think the middle field is going to be super important for this Ohio State defense. I'm picking Sonny Styles. I think he's going to be on the field a lot. I think he's going to be the matchup they like against those tight ends. It's also going to be an important game for those linebackers, but I kind of see Sonny Styles as a, another linebacker. He's, he's in the field like that as that Sam-type player they can move around. I think that he's going to be key in this game. I think he needs to be because they're going to have to shut down this Penn State running attack. And when they pass, it's probably going to be in the middle of the field. I'm just, I'm on the Underthink Express, fellas. Choo-choo, load up. There, there's an Underthink Express? Oh, yeah. I'm under, where, where, is, where is its terminal? I'm underthinking the absolute Buckeye out of this. Jalen Tuimola. Guy terrorized Penn State last year. There's no reason he can't do it again. He's going to be lined up on Olu Fashanu, one of the best offensive linemen in the country. Uh, he, he, Or is he? Yeah, he, he is, but no, JT Tui, or is he going to up J, over him a lot? JT Tuimolowal has the ability to be one of the best defensive linemen in the country. It's going to be a great matchup. Um, for three quarters and 13 minutes, you wouldn't have said he was the defensive player of the game against Penn, against Notre Dame, and then there you have it. He just makes the two biggest plays of the game for the Buckeyes. So, like, this is a guy who at any given moment can impact the game. You talked about that this week, Tim. Um, I wrote about it. I thought it was Mommy, even, there's that guy again. even more encouraging. Uh, that he was joking around with Tyreek Williams today. That's a loose mindset. He he's a guy who's always locked in, always focused. So JT to him all about defense play of the game. Score, isn't, Tim. It, isn't it cool the way you see guys carry themselves? Oh, yeah. like, like pros. I mean by pros, I mean I don't mean money. I'm talking about the way they carry themselves, like the Bosa brothers did. JT, I don't remember that. Chase Young, same way. Yeah. Uh, J, JTT or you know J Jalen Tuimoloau, as his mom calls him, Jalen. He's just different, man. He's a different guy. There is a confidence there that you can't purchase, you know. Score prediction. With NIL money or anything else. Uh, my score prediction, I'm sticking with 31-17 Ohio State. Wow. 31-17. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's just a score that sticks in my head. I had them, I had them last week 41 to uh, 16, I think. And they did get to the 41, but not the 16, the other team. If they'd kicked those three field goals, they would have. Yeah. I'm going as close as it possibly can be. 21-20 Ohio State. Wow. I think this one goes to the absolute down to the wire like week four. I don't think it's going to be maybe not the final play. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a missed field goal to try to win the game. or I don't know how. Well, I just, well, I just well, have but, a feeling but, it's going to be super close, but Ohio State scrapes out a one-point victory. How, how does Penn State get to 20? Two field goals? You never know, Tim. That's the beauty of it. Oh, okay. It could be a mixed session yeah, point. I, I envision they, how the thing's going to go. Like when I picked that game at Notre Dame, for example, I thought Ohio State was going to have several chances to score. They go for it on fourth and one, you know what I mean? A couple times, which took 
you know, but but the game kind of went the way I thought it was going to go. You know, you understand? Yeah. I just don't see either team scoring 30 points in this game. Penn State likes to shave off possessions, so Ohio State defense makes you drive down the full length of the field. I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think that Ohio State somehow, some way, comes out with a win, which it has done in the horseshoe against Penn State over the last few years. I think both teams are going to bring field goals to a touchdown fight. I think that this is a field goal game. Dude, if last week, if the last several weeks haven't taught people about eschewing, is that the correct term? When you, you go, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go for it. Whatever the term is, you know, when you mm-hmm. have one thing but you do another. Oregon blew it last week, absolutely by not taking field goals. You heard me uh, at the Ohio, at the Ohio State Notre Dame game where I'm going. You got to be kidding me. You're not kicking a field goal here. I like those decisions. you got to put points on the board in games like this, no matter wherever the opportunity is, you take that opportunity and put points on the board. I agree with you. They're just – I also a, like you, man. It's a – Tim, it is just a – this is very generational. I'm not kidding. It's a clash of generations. Go, go for it or kick field goals. I like bringing touchdowns to touchdown fights. I don't like bringing field goals to touchdown oh, fights. Oh. But I think both teams are going to do that on Saturday. And I think Ohio State's going to win 23-19. to 19. And the key is to realize somewhere along the way what kind of fight you're in. Well. That's the key. Uh, like I got Urban Meyer on the Urban's Take this week, and we talked about because he, he was bold. He went for it, on, especially early as a coach, you know, young coach. You went for it. I mean, and, you know, and, but you want it to be more of a gut feel than – the the data says you should go for it here, you know, which is a lot of guys are going on that now. Yeah, it's still a jeopardy play, big time when you go for it as opposed to kick the field goal. And of course, you can miss field goals. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. I'm just, All good. I'm just really proud of a young man like you understanding how games can go, and the key is to read that game if you're the head coach. 23 to 19. Ohio State. That's my that's my score, and I'm sticking to it. That's two touchdowns and three field goals for Ohio State. That is one touchdown and four field goals for Penn State, um, because this is a James Franklin game, and James Franklin's going to bring James Franklin to a Ryan Day fight. Wow. So. Wow. I don't sure. trust I don't trust James Franklin in these games. It's just just my thing. So, the 40-year vet Tim May, he will be there to watch yet another top 10 clash. Tim, I think this is number like 94 for you in top 10 games. It is in the definitely. I've seen every I've seen every Penn State clash since uh, live since uh, since Arch Schleister got annihilated in his first start as a freshman in 1978. Was that at home or they, they, they didn't keep sack stats back then? But he I think he was sacked 150 times and they only had like 80 plays. <laughs> yeah, it was at home. It was in it was in the it was in the stadium and. Joe Pye used to recall that game. He goes, yeah, they sent, uh, they sent uh, Rod Gerald to wide receiver and, uh, and Art Schleister to uh, quarterback, but he recalled it wrong. You know? and, uh, but it was an interesting moment. Woody Hayes is embracing this passing quarterback, but the problem was they didn't learn how to pass pro. That came the next year when Earl Bruce replaced Woody Hayes. We'll see if Ohio State learns how to pass pro against this feisty Penn State defense. We'll see on Saturday. Tim May, the 40-year vet, tomorrow will be in the horseshoe uh, for that one. Andy Backstrom, he'll be in the horseshoe tomorrow for that one. I will be in the horseshoe tomorrow for that one. That one being number three, Ohio State, versus number seven. Penn State, if you see us around, say hello tomorrow uh, on your way into the horseshoe. If you don't, well, come get this coverage at lettermonroe.com. 50% off right now for an entire year. Hell of a deal, fellas, if I do say so myself. For now, we're going to get out of here. Wait a minute, I did the math. It's cheaper than Peacock. There you have it, folks. I'm not a math guy. He knows what he's talking about. I don't. He's been around for a long time. I haven't. Tim, Andy, Spencer, we'll see you guys tomorrow in the horseshoe for the massive, colossal 
Ohio State, Penn State Showdown, Saturday, noon on Fox. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.